Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're taping oh, right we now? Oh, we're oh okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we got Shadow Band. Okay. So, <laughs> um, the show always starts with cheap liquor. Not, let me not say cheap liquor. Let me give myself yeah, my own flowers. I Inexpensive is, is, mm-hmm. is better. We started off with single barrel uh, whiskey. That's it, my favorite. It was sexy. It got a little sexy. A yeah, couple of my guests, I, th- I was like, I hope I'm not sexually yeah. harassing you with the alcohol. Oh, <laughs> like, I was like looking longingly into their eyes. It got awkward. <laughs> and then we went to Casamigos. Okay. As my friend calls, um, Offset's house. Yes, yes. That is Offset's house. And now because yeah. it's the last episode, we're, we're, we're going to be doing champagne. A rosé, I should say. Rosé champagne. Yeah, so you guys, we ready? It's girly. It's Hold on. Classy, it's all you guys good? Okay. Um, this is Blue Toulousma. Mic check one, two. My hair's like Tina Turner, for those of you who are not watching. Hold on. Ooh, I like how it sounds, but I might look doofy. Let me do a vanity check. It actually fits perfectly. It does? Because the hair it's, is meant to... No, but it's perfectly... In, oh, this in is cute. Bangs, okay. It's I'm channeling the 80s, 90s, and 70s and all today. the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That, the voice that you guys hear um, is Amy Aniobi, and um, okay. I think there's going to be a second where... I'm going to I'm going to want to read your a little bit of your bio because I feel like I'm going to flex for you. Oh my god. Right? Nice. Because Amy, for those of you who don't know, first of all, I need you to watch the first episode of this current and last, oh, we'll get into that in a second, season of Insecure. <laughs> and I need you to walk the moment where all the ladies walk into this this room and you hear the intro of my spirit song, Blow the Whistle. And then you see an agile beautiful woman on a on a flute <laughs> doing a spirit dance in a head to toe white suit in a head to toe white suit fluting to blow the whistle when i tell you the way that i howled like i lost my shit when i saw it i was like that's my friend amy i lost my mind that is amy but in, in addition to being the person what is it a flautist is that a what flautist they, yeah i yeah, got it right you got it right i thought i made you that shit music. up <laughs> i do classics. know music aside from being the flautist that plays where's waldo because i feel like i see you every season yeah. somewhere yeah i'm always in the episode i wrote like that's the key every oh. writer does a cameo in you guys the that's the first flex write. of the episode about 30 seconds in it's the first flex yes so <laughs> amy is a writer director executive producer on hbo's listen to this emmy nominated comedy insecure started Issa Rae. she also served as a showrunner head writer ep for season one of the stand-up special two dope queens amy mm. amy that was a good time we were in New York. and she has multiple projects in development at both hbo and hbo max as well as two features set up at universal amy I want to swear at you. I'm so happy for you. Why do black folks want to swear at each other when they have you? Motherfucker. Go, bitch. <laughs> bitch. I also need to say this, though. Before we get started, 
Amy, you are someone who is part of the tribe of Nigerians who loved me up on me my first year in LA. Yeah. I always say I now consider myself an honorary Nigerian. We will claim you. I need to learn how to make jollof. I think one day I accidentally made jollof just like osmosis. Put too much tomato sauce I literally posted on Twitter. I was like, I think I accidentally made jollof. And Lovey was like, shut send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, because when I first moved here, I was like, okay, LA's going to be mean and shallow and whatever. Yeah. And then there was one day I was in the room and it was, co- it was during the pandemic and we were going to a party and they were sending a doctor to COVID test us. Mm-hmm. And everybody decided to meet at my house. Mm-hmm. So the doctor shows up, very sexy chocolate man. Was he Nigerian? Yes. Or was he available? Like, where he Look, when I tell you, I was my like, is, is, he, is he walking in slow motion towards my house? Yes. He walks in and he's doing the COVID test. And I'm just like looking at him like, my God, you are yeah. a specimen. And I said, I'm so happy that you, I mean, it's so wonderful that you're doing this in the middle of the pandemic and you're helping us out in your two, like three piece suit. Like he was suited up. Wow. And he's like, well, you know, I have to be there for my Niger brothers and sisters. And I said, excuse me? Huh? And then I looked around the room and realized I was the only person in the room who wasn't Nigerian. Look at you. <laughs> the irony was I looked in the mirror. I had a head wrap in my high cheeks. <laughs> I looked the most Nigerian in the room. <laughs> I was so like, he oh. claimed you too. I have been claimed. So, Amy, you were part of the tribe, my soul tribe that has claimed me. Happy w- to be. Without y'all, I don't think I would have survived L.A. I mean, because it's it's madness. it's madness, and so I want to toast before we get started. Yes. to being at the right place at the right time with the right people. Oh my God, I love that. Cheers to you. Seriously, and I'm making yes. eye contact. Seven oh, you years have to. good Seven sex. Seven years good sex. We don't need that. And this is the part where you play the theme music, cause oh girl. <laughs> Rosé is better than the. Um, I just love this little bottle. I could do this in a. Isn't this cute? I feel bad for Jean and Richie and how I made them drink Tito's last time. <laughs> I don't think Jean will ever forgive me. <laughs> he looked so betrayed. The fact that he didn't get to choose. <laughs> yeah, you know what it was. The Casamigos was gone. We went through like three gallons of Casamigos this season. You're like, this is all we got. Left. Yeah, and sorry. so I was like, sorry, and I and I didn't know I had this, but I'm happy I didn't because I would have given it to I him. I one time had a terrible roommate who. who Finished my like Ciroc or maybe effing vodka or something, and then she bought me Popov. Oh, and I was like, How dare you? This is not. And even she's like, I'm so sorry, I finished your vodka, but I got some for you. I got some mad dog. And it was like the big old quart. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is to serve him Tito's. He has a good palate. Don't oh, do he, that to he's that man. bougie. Don't do that to that man. He wears scarves. The only other Haitian person I've met in LA yeah. so far, and he has to be this bougie. Like, why? Of course, exactly. my people are bougie. Exactly. So, Amy, I know that you like all the guests. By the way, guys, I don't tell any of the guests what we're going to talk about. You guys just trust me. I really do. And here's the thing. If you look good, I look good. Because mm. the whole point of the show is to give me an excuse to kiki with my friends and drink on camera responsibly. It's my favorite thing. And give them their flowers. It's like a, like a happy hour, right? Mm. And so we're going to do hot topics first. And because, you guys, it's raining in Southern California, um, I love uh, uh, Raphael Sadiq, but he lied to us in that song that said it never rained in Southern California. <laughs> because <laughs> Amy and I are like 20 minutes late for this. I'm cold. <laughs> I'm like, it's not cold in here, but I am cold because it's raining outside it's and it like East Coast seeps cold. into me and that's why I'm all bundled. I'm like, why is it like New York, Brooklyn cold? <laughs> and apparently it's like in the 50s in Philly. And I was like, a friend of mine earlier today, I was just like, wait, hold on, wait. Why global is warming is a hater because global warming is out here. It's Don't making let them tell you it's not. Backwards. Um, so we're going to yeah. do three quick hot topics. We're going to have to go quicker than I would have liked because one of them is a little spicy. Mm. But maybe that's God trying to get me to keep it cute. You guys, this is the last episode of 2021. So you also 
are like it's a big deal. Are you serious? This I'm episode like is all about endings season? and beginnings, and you know what, what I mean about endings because I'm still gonna cry about what's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, the disclaimer: This episode is airing the day after the Insecure finale. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Oh wait. So well, I, I have some questions to make okay, about how I, you, I'm still not going to spoil it for you. I I have some questions okay. about how you think the, the the audience will be feeling about you and your family, <laughs> your soul tribe. <laughs> the day this I don't know. Okay, because I feel like you know, in the key of Shonda, y'all don't care about feelings. So if like Lawrence's really car don't. blows up or something, I don't put nothing past y'all. I don't put like y'all killed off Kelly for twenty minutes. Like, yeah, exactly. In the I was like, wait, she's dead? Is this a dream sequence? And then I, she was back. Yeah, y'all don't care about feelings. Okay, so hot topics, really quick. The first one, be Simone. Mm-hmm. Do you know who B. Simone is? I never want to yeah. assume. B. Simone is an entrepreneur, a singer, a content creator, and she had this huge thing where she wanted to be a millionaire by her 30th birthday. Yeah. She became a millionaire on her exact 30th birthday. That's incredible. Manifested her ass off. And then 30 days later, got her second million. So it took her 30 years to get her first million. I didn't know million. that part of the story. It took her 30 <laughs> years to get her first and million. And she made a... Uh, two stacks and 30 <laughs> days to make her second million she has now gone on the record and said it has it was the worst year of her life right afterwards wow the absolute the the depths of depression she got dragged all the social media she was what? feeling depressed like she, it was the worst year of her life right after she made Damn. her first two million so this begs the question and this is her quote she said money don't fix problems i'm trying to make her her accent but i'm from new england y'all yeah money don't, don't fix problems <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say don't disrespect her but that was pretty good i'm trying the year I became a millionaire was the toughest year of my life. Yeah. And so I read somewhere that money can take away problems, but it doesn't bring happiness. Mm. That nuance mm. fascinated me because you're right. I got 99 problems and a direct deposit could fix 90 of them. Yeah. But yeah. The, the places where I have a void, yeah. it, it can't actually bring me my joy. Yeah. So my question is, do you agree with her that money can't fix your problems and that sometimes it can bring new ones? I can't say I agree with it. <laughs> You're Nigerian. Nigerians are like, I like my money. <laughs> Not only that, but also like, I think money just makes you, I had literally was having this conversation with a really good friend yesterday and we were just talking about how money just makes you more of who you are. So Amen. if you were already fucked up, guess what money's going to do? Keep you fucked up. Ooh, you know, if yeah. you were someone who believes in the goodness and like can give to others and is generous, then that's what money's going to do. You're going to keep doing that. This so I love you. I think it's so interesting to say money can't fix problems. I'm like, well, it can fix things that require payment. Yes. You know, and also, are you spending the money on your better wellness? Like for me, when I started making a little money, one of the first things I did was start going to therapy, you know, uh. but lots of people are going to get a check and be like, let me buy a bag. Mm-hmm. let me get a car and I'm like well what about fixing the things inside you and realizing it's a journey mm-hmm. like therapy isn't like one session and you're done you go to the gym to stay in shape you get in shape and then you got to keep going and, and you have to find the right trainer too and you got to find the right so there's trainer a, there's too. a compatibility with therapists that people don't talk about like if you get the wrong therapist yes. Yes. Are you really getting therapy or new adversary? I literally had a therapist. Gosh, I loved her, but I felt like she like liked me too much. Like (laughs) anytime I had a problem, she was just kind of like, "Yeah, but that's their fault." And I was like, "You're amazing. They're haters." (laughs) I was like, "Well, I flipped the table, Susan. I think I should take responsibility." (laughs) Exactly. I was like, "Well, I did do this," and I was like, "I was wild." Yeah. My therapist always end up asking me for advice, so it's gotten. I'm because I'm an emotional intelligence coach. Yeah, that's a tricky thing. I don't know, girl. And I have a lot of friends who are therapists and they were so toxic and i was just like how are you a therapist because they know better than but they don't Uh, do better than so me and amy on the same page i always say that and this is so kismet that money only makes you more of what you already are so does love and power 
Yes, a hundred percent. They're all linked. You know that security guard who is not getting a lot of money, but is mm-hmm. the gatekeeper quite literally at the club mm-hmm. goes straight to his head. Mm-hmm. I want to get so rich that my family is taken care of and I can give the rest of it away. Yeah, like I just want to be able to like I'm already yeah. thinking about all the altruistic things I can do because my mother's light bill's already paid and I don't have to worry about that the basics. That was a huge goal I had. That was a huge goal. It's I still had. a goal that I have. I, I, like... I'm not you know the EP of all the things <laughs> yet. <Yeah. laughs> Contagious but energy. you an EP of your life, and I'm like, there are so that. many things that we can start now and setting those those like things in motion. It's like, yeah. okay, I can't do it today, but what is the plan to do it by X Y Z date? Yeah, you know. So be Simone. I think if honey, if you had gotten maybe more stable in how you felt before you got the coin, yeah, then you probably wouldn't have given a damn as, about being dragged on social media. That part, because especially if you were pursuing the money for like the outside reinforcement of other people's thoughts about you then and they called you ugly to your face as you were counting your millions and yeah you and then crying in the bathroom come on maybe <laughs> yeah. there should have been a like i'm gonna get enough money that i don't have to use social media to you know like because the, there are certain ways that, that i want money to disappear worse. i don't want money to be seen i Beyonce want to say money i want to be so rich that me and my husband can go on a yacht for a year like when they're literally over here being like oh beyonce gonna do verses and i'm like verses beyonce ain't never heard of verses are you like, serious she is <laughs> above that blue shit. ivy has to she's tell her like, what versus exactly. is. She's like, why would I have too much money to do with do anything like that? And I'm like, yeah. that's what I want to be like. They want me to do what? Well, we said money <laughs> and love and power make you more mm-hmm. what you are. So the next hot topic is Halle Berry, and this is about love. Okay. We know Halle Berry is a perfect example of being beautiful, and your love life can still be trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. off, off the record, you and I have had happy hour conversations yeah, about mm, mm-hmm. trash. Yeah, trash. <laughs> dating in LA as a black woman. I say this all the time. Dating in LA as a non-ambiguously black woman. Yeah, that's is a, a very good quality. It's a very specific very experience. Yeah, it is. That's it a is. whole other episode. We'll have you come back when traffic didn't ruin our lives. Looking forward <clears> to it. Yeah, because that's the conversation by yeah. itself. She said that her and her partner, who are finally in a healthy relationship, after all mm-hmm. these years in her in her 50s, Hallie has finally found who she thinks is her person. Okay. She said the reason she thinks it's different is because for three months, all they did was email and talk on the phone. No FaceTime, no face-to-face. Mm-hmm. They wrote letters to each other. And so by the time she was ready to have a relationship with him, there was no physical distractions like sex or making googly eyes or sexting. Yeah. And she realized that she liked him as a person first. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful story. Yeah. I also have hormones. And so my question is, could you spend three full months of only, e- not even FaceTime, mm. just emailing and phone calls with somebody while you are falling in love with them? Have you like been watching me? Because I literally just had this conversation are with a serious? friend two days ago. <laughs> not kidding. You've been I just prepping for this podcast literally, the I was entire like, week. I didn't even know. But like two days ago, I was talking to a friend and I was just like, I can't do any of that texting shit unless I know you already. Thank like, you. I'm so bad at that. And I'm that's, I think sometimes I feel like that is a struggle for me with dating. And especially because we date on apps now and you mm-hmm. have to be flirty. And like, I write for a living. For a I'm check. I'm paid to write. So when I'm this on these has been apps to you by and HBO. I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, how do I text him back? It makes me feel like impotent. Like I'm just sort of like, I do this for a living and I'm over here sweating about how to yeah. get, hey, winky face or should be an emoji or emojis dumb. LOL. No, don't put LOL. He'll think you're dumb. Uh. And I'm it's just his like. It's own language. It's his own language. And I realized I was like, there's a moment where it hit me where I'm like, I can't keep up that back and forth flirtation. So you're immediately, know you. let's have drinks immediately. So yes. I, can, I can smell you, get yes. your pheromones in my face. And yes, we text twice and I'm like, do you want to do a FaceTime check-in just to make sure we like what we see? Yeah. I fucking love that. So I got that from a friend. So I, you couldn't do the Halle Berry three months. Well, here's the thing though. I feel 
<laughs> only Halle Berry could get away with this. Yes, because she's like, we, hi, my name's Halle, last name Barry. Do we you mind all know what Halle Berry months? looks like. Yes, Van Hunt didn't need to see you for three months. He could just watch Catwoman. Are you serious? Yes. He could go to Monsters Ball. <laughs> He's go like, to I the spent Oscars a with you. <laughs> yeah, this, when you're beautiful and, and super rich and famous, I think there's certain things that you can do that are wonderful yeah. that, yeah, I need you to see my face and make sure you like all of it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And also, I'm like, I can keep that flirtation going once I know you. Right. Then I can be like, oh, okay, you're going on a trip. Yeah, let's flirt. Let's send each other What if you have emails. a doofy laugh that makes me friends on you? And exactly. I don't know that. And I've made you think you're my future husband. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to look. I feel like there needs to be an episode where I just have a bunch of women come on and, I con- love this. and confess. I want this. All of their biggest neuroses. Like, because we get neurotic oh in our heads God, about I'm dating. I'm very neurotic. I think all creatives are neurotic in some way. Well, of course. Like, we literally have to, <laughs> we have sauce. Yeah. And we, like, have worlds in our minds. Whole worlds. You know? It's Whole like, I, I walk planets. around my house having full conversations with people that don't exist because I'm working out characters. Dude. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, we're we're all a little nutty. Now that you're back, because, Amy, you've been working. I know, I've been gone. For about 17 years. Around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah now yeah. that you're back, I feel like I miss having someone who understands how my brain works. I know. For I'm selfish like, for reasons. Real. No, it's for purely real. selfish. It's not <laughs> even for like you know networking i'm so bad at networking in la if i don't actually like somebody i can't spend time with them yeah i'm not built for this no time. i'm the same no i'm, I'm, I'm like i'm busy this. till forever i went like, to your no, birthday party and everybody there i was like oh they all like sincerely like her <laughs> I, i'm so sorry i've been in la for two years and that's the first time that's ever happened that is hilarious you were just like oh my agent told me it was a good look like it's usually that kind of situation yeah. i was like oh no you're all you all just like her and yeah. your hair her party i love my people but look at this being an east coast birthday party because i didn't think y'all did this in the west thank you i'm like but literally like i treat birthdays like weddings and where i'm very much like i only want the people i want to see i I want to be at that altar and turn around and see people i like you know when people get real vicious with a wedding list i'm I'm the same way i'm just my wedding will have about 98 people i don't i don't even want triple digits i love that and you you, what if you make that like i i don't want to have anyone there i go oh i gotta talk to them now I'm like, I only want right, people that I really vibe day. with. And I want to really see you and go, see. oh my God, that goes my friend. Exactly. And be drunk and fall into your lap. Now, whose boss is that? Yeah. No. So your birthday literally broke my my uh, genuine, like my cherry in LA of being in a space where everybody was genuinely friends and it wasn't just a look. I love that. And I was so happy that happened because I was like, I needed to see that this was a thing. Yeah. Because I, I didn't think it was a thing anymore. Yeah. LA will jade you very quickly. I get that. And especially like, I think the pandemic has made us very choosy with who we see. Yeah. And this is a pandemic birthday and then i also had a lot of rules because i was like you gotta get tested you have to have a vax card mm-hmm. like there because my parents came yeah. my parents were in town and i was just kind of like Ugh. and nobody trap a mom and dad no. in harm's way for and a my back. brother and his wife and their baby and she's yeah. pregnant the i was just like we're high the stakes are high and i literally was like whatever we're gonna have this little party and then once they were like we're gonna come to town i was like oh i gotta like rethink everything <laughs> i will say this though seeing you with your parents making immigrant parents happy mm. well, i'm gonna get teary out i should have brought mm. a napkin mm. making immigrant parents happy is such a like an impossible feat to us it's so nuts. anytime we see our parents proud of us it's like oh i literally didn't believe it after the party we got back to my place and my dad was like let's open some wine and i was like oh, okay <gasps> and he pours me and him a glass of wine and he's like this was a good day and i was oh. just like ah! <laughs> and i'm like 
And I'm over here. I was so, I'm so dysfunctional that I literally was like, yeah, it was dad. And I'm like on my phone. Are you serious? I would have kicked you up. <laughs> you know what? So I just like couldn't process. I was so emotional. Like, but there's literally a video I've that I never posted. It's of your you and your parents. But the reason I couldn't post it because I was a little tipsy. Uh -huh. And I was like, yes, you better be with your fucking parents. I was like, oh, this is inappropriate. I can't post it. Wait, you got to show me that though. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yay, they love her. This is everything. I was like, Blue, you're a drunk. You guys, my eye I'm watered obsessed. because um, I'm PMSing. So everything makes me emotional. So thinking mm -hmm. about Amy and her proud parents. This was not how I expected to have my first tear. Oh my this God. Is so, oh now God. is the moment. Don't worry. I love to cry too. So. Anything that involves like parents, like makes yes, me weepy. Yes. We're going to pivot now to sex. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, that's where, how we got <laughs> here. How we got parents here. plus sex because, equals us. Because we're, we're about 20 minutes late. I'm going to just pivot right to the sex. So there's a battle rapper named Hitman Holla. Oh, I um, don't know who that is. I didn't know who he was this until recently, but now okay. I feel like I need to know him. Mm -hmm. um, he recently went viral when he posted a video of himself masturbating nope. on his close friends. Don't do it. And somebody screen recorded it and mm. leaked it to social media. Mm. On his friends? Well, somebody from his close friends. They had a little green box in the stories. You know how the stories were his close yeah. friends only? Yeah. One of his close friends posted it, and um, I saw it. He became very attractive to me after I saw it. Huh? I'm not even that girl. <laughs> like, Wait, so you're like, this man masturbated on camera no, and I like it. No, it, it, it was a very sensual video oh. and a very... Um, was it music? It was, uh, no, it was just him. It, look, he knew what he was doing. Okay. He did it for the people. So he, okay. he knew that it was going to appeal to people. Gotcha. It made oh, you feel like, okay, if this was my husband, I would have a satisfying life. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it clean in case anybody related to me watches this. My cousins listen to the show. Hey, baby cousins, hide your ears. Oh, my God. So after this, hide I thought to myself, ears. now black Twitter is all drooling over him. Yeah. He has fans that he never had before. I did not know about this. I just recently found out, like, today. I can't believe it. It's yeah. all over the interweb. Wow. So my question is, would you ever be okay with your partner sending you a very well-done explicit video for your eyes only first i'm going to rewind and say that for a second i was confused when you said he was masturbating on his close friends i thought you meant it was a video of him oh on people <laughs> on <laughs> his friends oh, no. and i was like no <laughs> no no and then i caught friends. up no no yes. you said it right yeah. on his close friends like on instagram on you, instagram you said it right <laughs> but uh, it took me a second to catch up so that'd I'm be there a different now. kind of video but yes very different video very like limp biscuit 90s whatever but it, it would not have been like yeah <laughs> it was not limp i don't want to be the girl who sends you the link but if you look up but like maybe i want the link yeah though. if you look up hitman <laughs> holla on twitter girl i yeah the twitter but i don't know if i want to see that like I don't love the image of like a man masturbating without me involved. Like, oh, like uh, <laughs> if he's thinking about me, yeah, then I'm into it. But this man's not thinking about me. But if your partner sent you a video like that, would you be open yes. to it? Yes, I love because this. I'm sort of like if it's for me, I it feels I just like you're want special. Him to expect that back, I'm a little too self conscious. To oh, do things so like you're that. a hypocrite when it comes to yeah. sexy time videos. I'm a taker, not a giver. <gasps> yeah, sexy time. Send me that. I'm not. When's the your birthday? Best. I'm a Virgo. August oh, that 20th. makes sense. Yeah, you were there. You yeah. were there. Yeah, I was there. It was Virgo season <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. crying over your parents. Exactly. Yeah. That makes total exactly. sense. Exactly. I was like rules, <laughs> and I'm like I rule A, rule three. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm very happy to receive things like that, but I don't always reciprocate because I get think a it's, in my head. Do you think if a partner got upset about that, you would change? If they were like, "Babe, I feel like it's one sided. We need some reciprocity." He starts quoting Lauren Hill. We would have to be like 
married or something. Damn, sis. Because okay. to me, I'm just like, when the breakup happens, you have videos of me. And to me, I'm just like, that's a non-starter. You're already thinking about the divorce. Like yeah. a true Virgo, you're like, look, yeah. I need the prenup and no, all the sex tapes. I, not like, like literally, it's, I'm I'm a daughter of an insurance consultant. My dad did insurance. Oh, So it's like, less. okay, yeah. you get your insurance for your car. Mm-hmm. You get your uh, prenup for your wedding. You don't do stupid shit when he can walk away. So to me, I'm just like, I'm always thinking about the insurance. I would never put my face in it. Like I might do it, but without my face in it, maybe. Yeah, but if your parts are in it. Or you're near your parts. Or People can be like, hey, isn't that the mole on her forehead? That's yeah, that's your tattoo. true. Like, yeah. I'm like, I've seen that. So how and much so... would you share on social media? On social media? No, 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 not sexy time. But okay, I was like, none. In general. Because I don't even share my partners on social media. Like, I'll post a picture with me yeah. and my friends. And yeah. one of them will be my boyfriend, but you won't know. Exactly. Well, that's where I'm at I'm now. Because I was in a relationship where I got a little too happy. And I, oh. like, started posting him. And then when it ended... And I removed the photos. I had friends. I never would have expected this. But I had friends who were like, hey, did you two break up? Because I noticed that his photos are missing. And I was like, how did you? And they're like, well, I miss you every now and then. I just go to your page and I look at your back photos. You're you're ringing an alarm. And I was like, what? I just, it never occurred to me. And no, then I was like, oh, when that you take is the a picture, first and last time. You don't have to say anything. Once, once a picture yeah. appears and disappears, it means we're no longer together. Exactly. So I w- now I'm uh, like, put him in the group. What would it take for you to post somebody that you're in a relationship with? Marriage. Damn. Okay, speaking of, people, <laughs> speaking of people who waited until marriage to post anything, yeah. uh, a little bit of a flex. You know, there was a, a picture that was heard all around the world, especially in the world <laughs> of black Twitter. <laughs> Of someone who said, hey, happened to go to a photo shoot and the groom appeared. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, what we later found out was Issa's wedding. And you were one of the few people who was in attendance. It was beautiful. What does it feel like? And I, I know that there's probably NDA, so whatever you can share. But what does it feel like to be at something that's that private, but that you know it's going to be public fodder eventually? I didn't know. You thought she was going to keep it a secret forever. I wasn't sure because she's very private. And Damn. it's like, and she she posts her that. man every now and then, but very like, like <laughs> over there. She's very private. And so for me, like we were there, I, I we were all taking photos, like videos, filming each other, selfies, like whatever. But I was like, well, none of this is getting posted ever. It's just like for our own private eyes. That's amazing and that then you guys it, agreed to that. Well, it wasn't, it was just In 2021. It was just, un- she never asked for it. It's just understood, you know, because I'm like, when you really know someone, you know what they want. And, what, real friends. and so when it got, when it got, po- I was like, wait, what? I was like, we're allowed to. <laughs> so if you, I mean, there's no way to go back and check a timestamp, but if you notice, it wasn't until she announced it that everyone started, started posting. I did notice that. And it was kind of like, it was like, Oh, Oh, we're okay. You know? And it's not even like a we're allowed, but it's a respect thing. Like to me, I'm someone who's very private. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've text side texted friends and be like, take that down please. Because I don't need people to know that he's there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's not, that's not for everybody. That's for you, you know? And I'm like, oh, and I that's cool. That. Like to me, I'm like real friendship is being able to do that and being able to say like, whatever you need, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to ride town, where you are riding. The fact that know? that kind of friendship can exist in Hollywood, in this industry, with somebody who who with a, a group of people who are all at the height of their game, mm. that is rare in a way that I, I need you guys to sit in a little bit more. Yeah, because I know some it's basic rare. people who, who IMDb pages has three things on it from ten years ago, who think they're too big mm-hmm. to show that much respect. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I'm just yeah. like the level of hubris. <laughs> 
the, the vapors of hubris that I sniff on walking through these LA streets, the fact that you guys are such a good tri- a soul tribe, I think I admire that even more than the stuff that everybody else claps for. Yeah. I'm like, look at their real friend. I'm such a but sap. That, but that comes from her. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, to me, I'm sort of like, I, I, I mean, I'll always feel so, 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 so blessed that like I entered her orbit at a time where I was just like, oh, you're like, you're the truth. You right. know? And I was just like, wherever you go next, please, I want to work with you. And you're the truth, Amy. You better fuck like, name. So it was like, it, it has been this beautiful thing to see like all these accolades and wonderful things come to the show, come to Issa herself. And also to see like just, I don't know, when, when you know who you are, you just stay who you are. And I'm like, I think that's so beautiful. It's a lesson. It's a lesson to me and everyone who works with her. It's, it's big like, earth sign energy. Because she's a Capricorn. Season one. You were Virgo. I'm a Taurus. Yes. Earth signs, we don't play those games. Yeah. Season one, I still remember the the uh, finale is shot like um, in Malibu, right? Mm-hmm. So the writers, producers um, who were on set, we got a house in Malibu so that we didn't have to commute. We Ooh, just nice. like were staying in Malibu down the street from where we were shooting. And we all pledged, never change. We're like, whatever happens, <laughs> we're never going to change. And she wrote it on a piece of paper and we all signed it. And oh, took a photo. Oh, we're like, I love never change. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, the little things have changed, but like the core of You're that loyalty, you. like I, I'll be loyal to Issa till the day, you know, like, because I'm like, she, she saw me before anyone saw me. And I'm like, that to me is just like. Bless. That is beautiful because I will tell you I moved to LA to, to do a show. I was supposed to host a talk show, didn't work out because production was on some fuck shit, whatever. <laughs> and me and Obi, my yeah. friend Obi, we were cast together, and we ended up we were like on hiatus because something happened in behind the scenes that legally made us stop production. Damn. And so we're like, we both moved to LA with a week's notice to. I tape remember a show. I met y'all the week you moved to LA, and I was just like, what the, the fuck. Week. And I was like, this is some bull-ish. And I remember we ran into Issa at some event. It was like, I think it was, it was some kind of party. And she was there. And I was like, I'm drunk. And Issa Rae is there. And she's doing well. And I'm on a canceled mm-hmm. show that nobody knows about. Yay! Like, I was just like, this is, this is I'm already having an LA now or never. So Obi walks up to her because Obi's like, look, you African, I'm African. We're going to talk. Like, he went a beeline to her. I was like, Obi, now where are you going? So my drunk behind follows him. Yeah. And she's like, so how you guys liking LA? And I just drunkenly tell her the story. They, they made his move. And the show is canceled. It's some bullshit. And she just looked, looked at us and she was like, so create your own shit. Yeah. And I was like, what? She's like, just create your own shit then. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Oh. It, it gets to be that simple. Isn't that exciting? So as someone who's created a lot of their own shit, Amy, yeah. you, you like that segue? Oh, wow. You like I, that? I didn't even. As wow, who, you grabbed me. <laughs> and I didn't know I was being grabbed. <laughs> as someone who's created a bunch of their own shit, I have some Thank rapid you. fire questions for you. Let's go. And these, and uh, this is the beauty of us being on a time constraint because now you have to really think on your toes. I mean, uh, we got thirteen <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> Ready? All right. Uh, as far as the last season of Insecure and like it ending, this is coming yeah. to an end. Yeah. How do you really feel about the ending? Oh, I've been asked this, and I said blank. I don't know. Blank. Blank. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> blank. I can't. I don't know how I feel. You don't know how you feel yet. Because it was so crazy to make it and to be like we rewrote it so many times, like so many drafts, and it's like so many things. There were moments where like the ending was fully different. Where it was in a different country. Like, oh my it's god. So many times. You're like, so where I'm am like, I now? You're shaking. <laughs> Okay, I'm so like, I know how it ends, but I'm like, we'll so see. you have cognitive dissonance. <laughs> I do. You had a directorial <laughs> debut. Yes. And an episode that I think was a beautiful 
homage to all things Thank black you. woman friendship Thank and lovely. You. And the moment when I realized the homage that was happening to waiting to exhale. Yeah. Again, I squealed. <laughs> My neighbors must hate me on Sunday nights. They're like, come like, on what the now. fuck is she watching there down she there? Goes again. <laughs> so how did it feel to be directing in the, during a season that is so high profile? You know, all eyes are going to be watching every second and live like black Twitter is watching yeah. it live. How did it feel to be debuting in such a high yeah. visibility kind of way? The directing of it. So much stress, so much stress. Look, I was so stressed. I hit my mic, but literally <laughs> the directing of it. I was so stressed. I was like, like, oh my God, what if I don't do a good job? You know, and I've yeah. directed a ton of stuff, but it's all been smaller, like short films, web series, like, and I'd never directed something on this level. And I was like, what if I fuck it up? But then I was like, there's a whole crew here. There are like literally 150 people here. You can't break the show. Yeah, that's you true. can't break. Like that's you'd have true. to try to break the show. <laughs> like there are too many people here for you to fail. And I had to keep reminding myself of that. Seeing it come out and seeing it air, especially the Ugh. same week that I wrapped shooting an episode of Rap Shit, yes. and then like I literally flew from Miami and came back and then saw my episode and I was like, fuck. That it was like such a cool feeling. You're to living be, life like, at full speed. It was a great week. It was a great week. And to see people Ugh. catch it, because even like when I was describing, I wanted to do this waiting to exhale thing. I wasn't sure if people would get it oh like i the, kept telling the minute i got it production. i was like wait i see what they're doing this yes. is an aerial shot that y'all have i need that fr like i love that shot so much i need a, p a painting of that shot. i love it so much and literally i was like i want to do an overhead on the balcony we've never done it before and her balcony is a stage and the vfx oh. team was like but there ain't nothing there but like the ground of our stage and i'm like is there a way to like make it seem like there's something there? It was you guys. <laughs> what episode was it? Give them seven five zero seven. Episode five zero seven. My eyes still watering from crying about your parents. Lord of oh all shows for me to be teary. Episode five zero seven. Please, the aerial shot. I don't even have to tell you what minute. You'll know it when you see it. I want that as a painting. I feel like we're gonna talk about how beautiful that shot was and how beautiful the episode so was. Shiona, thank you. How do you feel about the costume designer? the myth in the making that is she, because I feel like she owns a legend. She's incredible. I didn't and know close could do that. Literally. It, it was so that collaboration to oh. me made the episode so incredibly special. Cause literally when she found out, I got the episode, like literally it was like the director's going to be this. And before even the first meeting, she texted me and was like, can we get on the phone and talk about costumes? And I was just kind of like, Oh yeah, it's hard. All the girls are together. I get it. I get on the phone with her and she was like, I really want to do black female designers. Like, can they all be in black female designers? That is, is that a monumental. Cool thing to go with? And I was like, yes. And so if you notice in the watching of the episode, there are a lot of full body shots. Like, mm -hmm. not only because they're in a house, but I was like, I want to show what they're wearing. Mm -hmm. But make it not feel forced. Just make it feel natural. And so we really collaborated, like, down to their shoes, their socks. Like, everything they're wearing is a black female designer. Everyone in the episode, even the men. So... And there was a scene with the white woman. It unfortunately got cut. It was the episode writer, Fran Richter. She's amazing. <laughs> it got cut for length. It was an amazing scene, but it got cut for length. But she was in black female design. Are you serious? Yes. The, that would have yes. been amazing. I was like, yes, a white woman has to wear black female designers. That would have <laughs> like, been yes. amazing. I would screenshot that. I'm like, so Amy, what's this? What's going I'm so on? mad that it got cut. But like, I, I we, love, all I our episodes love were long. the intentionality. I think the thing that I want people to get from this episode yeah. is how intention is sexy. You know what? That yeah. might be the name of the episode. Ooh. Intention is sexy. Yeah, Because is. there's so much intentionality yeah. in how I mentioned how you guys mm -hmm. welcomed me with open arms when I first moved to L.A. And yeah. I feel like I'm now, you know, an honorary Niger girl. And I feel like there's so much intentionality about the way that you maintain your friendships and respect your friendships. There's so much intentionality about how your whole soul tribe 
Mm. Like I feel like at Insecure, you guys have a soul tribe. You guys mm. have are like real friends. That I believe <laughs> will be friends forever. I love the intentionality, and so now you guys are pivoting to. I'm hearing rap shit. The name itself is that good. What can you tell us about rap shit without getting in trouble? Well, I would like to say when you hear rap shit, what do you think about? Because that's what it is. I feel like I feel like those two like like salt and pepper or those girls back in the day who used to be rapping <laughs> whatever like I just I, I feel like bamboo earring. I feel like yes. uh, just baby hairs and blackness and yes. cocoa butter yes. and lip gloss. Yes. I feel like busy me. I just described myself. Uh, you're like <laughs> wait a second. Uh, the earrings, the lip gloss. <laughs> I feel like I am rap shit. <laughs> like yeah. that could be a good campaign. Just like a bunch of people like I, I am, am rap shit or yeah. I've been through rap shit. Look, <laughs> it's like but it's women who are involved in this and because rap has such a complicated history in yeah. our culture i'm very curious about a show called rap shit with mm-hmm. women who are at the, at the helm of it in yeah. some ways and like wondering like what those two oh my god i'm so intrigued yeah well i mean two of the eps are the city girls <gasps> so it's like everything that you want a female rap shit like that's what's happening and i'm like that's what's so i cool. want to squeal right now <laughs> <laughs> you're like ah! Oh my god. Like, and that's, that's why what, you were in Miami. That's yeah, oh full circle. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> oh yeah. my heavens. It was like it was literally a dream. Like I love directing. I'm like, I love working do with actors. Do you get goosebumps? It was so when fun. you look around your life, like I get paid to do this. No, I get stressed, <laughs> it's gonna be taken away. I'm a Virgo, I'm worried. That's true. You need <laughs> to lean into like, it. I'm like, who's gonna take this from me? You need I'm to like, lean oh into my it. God, I I'm just it. telling y'all if you, to if y'all need um a water girl, um yeah. if y'all need like a coffee girl, I am I'm available. I'm I'm <laughs> let me tell you what I, what I've learned, and people are always shocked by this. I love to follow, even though mm. I seem like an alpha. Mm. Because I read a book called I'm Mastery and they said that the best leaders know how to follow yeah so i'm always looking for like when do i get to be an apprentice again because yeah. it keeps you supple exactly if oprah winfrey after 25 years could be an apprentice to tyler perry to start own then who am i to think that i'm yeah. too big to yeah. ever want to learn from somebody oprah's over here like i'm still learning she's like tyler i need some ratings and he brought her some ratings okay. you know what i mean so i just feel like if y'all ever need a water girl or someone to just you know copy edit or read something or I just fan that. you. I'm not above it. <laughs> when like, I tell I you, you. I wash y'all's feet. In some cultures, you. washing people's feet is a sign of love. It really is. Okay, this I is read the Bible. This makes me sad because <laughs> I wish we had those extra 20 minutes. Uh, you see how fast this goes? Uh, that's been an hour. That's insane. <laughs> so I will tell you this. This means you have to come back. Yes. No, I'm being that serious. I mean, I In fact, to. when Rapture comes out, I'm going to yeah. show up with my bamboo earrings like, so t- let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some music that I can get clear to play in the All background. Right. I might have a little, you know, beatbox. No, no, I'm not. I'm not embarrassing oh, myself. I mean. <laughs> I'm at the age where I was there for the 80s and 90s and saw how women, when we had our heyday at the beginning of rap, yeah. it's coming back. It's like a full circle moment. Back. It, yeah. It's coming back. Look at Cardi running Playboy. Look at Megan right. graduating from college. Oh and my still God. On their game. Our ancestors and yeah. are so proud of us. And yeah. again, another segue. Speaking of ancestors, Lord, I'm so good at these. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself, uh, earlier this month, we found out that Gloria Jean Watkins, better known by her pen name Bell Hooks, was an American author. Yes. I know. 
I've been crying this whole I'm episode, sorry. y'all. It's not because of the rosé. I don't think I can drink rosé anymore because I'm talking about feelings because I've never cried at all episode. <laughs> You're like, too many feelings. Rosé and feelings, guys. They don't mix. Right. So, Bell Hooks, um, we all know that she was a, an American author, professor, feminist, and social activist, yeah. and her impact was immeasurable. And whenever somebody who's that impactful passes away, it makes me always like think about legacy, right? Yeah. And so, the final questions that I have for you, nothing heavy. What? <laughs> she said legacy and then nothing nothing heavy. heavy what do you think the legacy of what you and your soul tribe have done at insecure will be because i already feel like you guys are there's certain times in history where the cement is wet and whoever mm-hmm. leaves a mark that mm-hmm. mark it becomes an imprint for everybody else yeah. you guys have definitely left the mark while the cement was wet mm-hmm. and and now people are trying to already follow in your footsteps as yeah. you're still trying to like finish your finish last <laughs> right so what do you think the legacy of what you guys created will be well, I think the legacy, it actually predates us. It's girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's living single. Like, Talk they started it. it. Yeah. So I'm like, when I look at those shows and, like, I was so pissed. But uh, during the pandemic, a lot of uh, black content from the 90s ended up on Netflix. But before that, mm-hmm. I was buying the DVDs from Amazon because I was like, why the fuck can't you watch this anywhere? Right. You know, and I was just so mad because I'm like, that's our history. And like they walked so insecure could run so the next show can fly you know y'all are doing the jerk y'all, like, y'all are doing the right so the next show can do next show can do the world right? <laughs> i'm like we're just like that's like literally we're part of the legacy we are yeah. not the legacy it's like there's no erasing what those women creators did um those female creators did like they they were the thing that made a place like hbo believe in isa but you are you to know? you guys are to them now what to gen z this is true so the way that we look at them they're gonna yeah. be looking at y'all that way doesn't yeah. that freak out your mind sometimes it's very surreal during the last week of production Ugh. like we kept talking about it we're like did they know when they were making their shows <laughs> that, that they was, were a it, thing? Was, it was gonna be a thing like this and we know because of social media because people were in the conversation every day so this is the it's part surreal. where i'm gonna ask you to to switch places with me you know i'm a tarot mm. reader i sometimes do readings and stuff i'm yeah. gonna ask you to pretend that you're a tarot reader if you okay. have to predict the day that this is coming out this is the day after the finale december 27th mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you have to predict how the audience who is going to be listening to this episode is going to feel about the finale <laughs> tell mm-hmm. us paint us a picture how do you think we're going to be feeling conflicted oh snap mm-hmm. i oh. think conflicted oh man if condola lisa rice <laughs> <laughs> lawrence condola. fishburne end up married I will, when I tell you, I will riot in the streets. If consequences. Right. (laughs) If a cancel check ends up with with Lawrence, I will riot. I will send you a heavily, sternly worded text like, Amy, I thought you were better than you. Okay, so. And I love how I'm looking at you and and you're not even making any micro expressions. You're like, (laughs) I'm trained. Okay. I'm like, I've had five seasons of this. Okay. I'm like, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. I want to fight the air. And I don't like spoilers. She said conflicted. And I'm full of rosé and emotions. This is okay. Conflicted. All right. Last question. If we had to ask you, Amy, what you think your legacy will be? Yes. For honestly, this is an easy one. I feel like my legacy is building bridges to future storytellers. That's what I was put here to do. That is what I do every day. That is what I do every day. That's why I started a mentorship program. That's why I work with writers and Mm -hmm. creatives, especially multi-hyphenates. I'm obsessed with people who want to do more than one thing because I'm like that. I'm a Mm -hmm. writer, director, and now a producer as well. And I'm like, I've learned so much through all these different paths I have, and I want people coming up after me to feel protected. There's that saying like, I forget which culture it is. I want to say Chinese culture where they say that you, a person dies twice when they actually die. And the last time someone says their name, (gasps) 
I ain't never going to die, girl. I'm immortal. So my thing is, in the spirit of immortality, you have to give people a reason to keep on remembering you. And that's by building bridges. I don't understand the creators who say the door is locked behind me. That's not a thing anymore. Let's be immortal together. Let's build these bridges. I'm crying. This is beautiful, guys. <laughs> this is our our last episode of 2021. This year has been unkind but necessary. Yeah. So the fact Fuck. That the- that's a word. <laughs> unkind but necessary. So <laughs> that's literally all that's I have to realist. say about 2021. And so to end with a, a, such a kind person, before I realized that the show was going to be called Intentionality is Sexy, I was going to be calling it Last uh, Nice Girls Finish First because you are sincerely a nice person. And I usually don't use that word because niceness is often performative. I know. And sometimes nice, like Oprah said, sometimes nice is a bad word. Yeah, but with you, you do it the way that it's supposed to be done. And this is where we wrap up the show. This was so fast. It was so short. I have to do my housekeeping now. Thank you guys for listening to Humanize. The show is sponsored by BlueCentricShop.com where you can get all your baths and intentional candle needs. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Amy is is amazing. Amy, please just tell them where they can find you. I'm at Amy Aniobi on everything. That's at A-M-Y-A-N as in Nancy I. O-B as in boy. I, and that's on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok. <All> the things. <laughs> Literally, all the things. Please, please, please share this episode with a creative that you know maybe jaded and doesn't believe that there's space for them because you're the kind of person who's creating space for people. Always. And always make sure to like give us a five-star rating and whatever else because it helps the algorithm and the whole world is yeah. run by algorithms. Amy, this was such an amuse-bouche. This was not the full course meal that I wanted. The next time that I book you, it's going to be a two-hour window. And we can talk about all the things. Yes. Including rap shit. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm excited. This is a good way to end our 2021 season. Um, We'll be back next month saying 2022, huh? Huh? (laughs) You'll be back next year. I promise. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid. Electric acid.